Let's talk about uh, another coach who probably eats more cheeseburgers than we'd allow. Uh, Bruce Arians is also <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> what a what an intro! What like, a yeah. transition! <laughs> From tip off to buzzer beater, kick off to hail mary. This is triple overtime. Welcome back to season two of the Triple Overtime Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Tiago, alongside Tony and Cliff. Fellas, how you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. Brand new, brother. Brand new. That's it. That's it. You ready to talk some sports like Always. we do every week? Oh, wait, like, we do, like we do every day. Hey, <laughs> you already know. You already know. Yeah, we'll get the behind the scenes at one point. Yeah, sure. All right, well, good deal. Well, we got a lot of football to talk about, so let's get right to it. So, the Buffalo Bills with the quarterback who shall not be named at this time <laughs> wow. are doing quite well. And uh, they are one game away from reaching the Super Bowl. So, let's talk about the matchup. Uh, we got Patrick Mahomes versus unnamed. Uh, what, what do you guys <laughs> Give think? Give this I mean, man some <laughs> respect, bro. Give this man some respect. We're done doing this. this we, are done, we are done doing this. <laughs> like you need to become reformed, sir. Like we're we are not doing this anymore. Put some respect on that man's name. Ooh. Senor Allen is what I hear. <laughs> is the, <laughs> what they call him in New York. Uh, all right. So, you know, Josh is kinda good. <laughs> it hurt saying that. It hurts. <laughs> He's all right. He's pretty good at football, you know. If I had to it's create almost, some sort of evaluation, it's almost like you had one of your best friends like preach this to you, and you just ignored them completely. <laughs> I just, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't believe it. And then this, this man, you know, I mean, <sighs> I mean, he has more touchdowns this year than they have punts. Yeah, it, it's so. it's impressive. Yeah, my boy nice. My boy nice. If Lamar played just a little better, yeah, I don't know what happened. But man, we, it's, it's almost like we said that two years in a row. Oh, okay. hey, I mean, this time he got a <laughs> hey, he, he got a playoff okay. win this time. All right, he, he ain't Tony Romo. We ain't gonna go there. But yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I get that. I get <laughs> that's that. I get so it. disrespectful. <laughs> to who? Days. Tony Romo? Yeah, on both days. <laughs> Goodness gracious, he's still a Hall of Famer. I'm just listen, you know, man. It is what it is. Like it is what it is. With, you, know. you got to show up in the playoffs. Like it is what it is. It's like that's it. Greatness. When you is, think of is can, the, is perceived when matched against other greatness. Like it, it just is what it is. When, when you think of play, playoff success in the NFL, Tony Romo comes to mind. I'm just asking. I'm asking for a friend. Just and success friend, in general. Cliff. Just <laughs> no. I mean, I'm not saying. No, no, no. I'm just talking about a success as a quarterback. Period. Oh, he's he's in my book. Tony Romo is one of the best quarterbacks. You know to play the game. But you okay. just okay. See, then we go won. we go one way, then we go so far the other way. It's concerning. <laughs> he, he's one of the best, like one of no. the top two hundred. Yeah, mean, okay. Why can't I say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's one of the top two hundred. I'll give him that. <laughs> but hold on, let's name. The, we got to name you the think one. Talk a top five. Come no, on, no, guys. we got to name. We got to name the other one ninety nine though, because I don't know. He might be like two hundred five. <laughs> okay. See, see, that's disrespectful. <laughs> no, I mean, wow. I mean, Tony Romo. I mean, he is. Why are we talking about Tony Romo? First off, <laughs> why, like, why, how did this? How did this become this? Because these, these are the See, comps that's how that you we do make. it. These are the comps <laughs> that we do it. That's why. <laughs> why it's it's why a political making, move. It's why are we like making we talk, these choices? Are we doing we're this talking so about Tony Romo? So we don't talk about Josh? Yeah, Allen. I was about to say. So you don't have to talk about Josh <laughs> Allen. Yes, I was just about to say that. But uh, but I guess I digress. Um, no, the Bills look good. So you know, Tony, that's your boy. Uh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Uh, they're gonna get rolled. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Got to keep the faith. I don't. I, you know. I think I shouldn't say they're gonna get like rolled. I think it's gonna be a good game, but I don't mm. think anybody can beat the Chiefs right now. The Chiefs are on fire. Patrick Mahomes announced that he's cleared concussion protocol, so he'll be playing and. You know, I don't, I don't see them. I mean, their defense is stout. Like their defense, Josh Allen has played phenomenally all year this year, but it, it, you can't say that he's what carried them here. I think they're playing really good, uh, 
cohesive football. Uh, For sure. both, both sides of the ball plus special teams, all of which are contributing to their wins, having good, great team wins. Um, he's playing great. Defense is playing great. Um, but I don't know if you can stop the Chiefs. Like Kind of like we talked about, we, we, we've discussed it before in the past, where the Chiefs defense really only needs one stop per game. Because because the Chiefs offense is just so dynamic and so good that they pretty much score 90% of the time when they have the ball. So Mm. I see the Bills getting stops, but I see I don't see that offense uh, beating out the Chiefs defense uh, that soundly to where they can keep up. Uh, For sure. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the other way. I think this game is... As 50-50 as the other game, to be honest. Ooh. Really. Okay, Cliff. All right. Okay. Uh, upset Bills, alert. No, nah, I'm not. That's, is it an upset? I don't think it's an upset. Even if the yeah, Bills Chief, win. Chiefs are still favored, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, of course, and on that angle, sure. But the Bills aren't, like, a bad team. Like, I, we, we should be surprised if the Bills win. Like, the Bills have been playing good football. All I year. mean, I'll give you, uh, let me give you, before you get into your point, Cliff, let me just say this. The Chiefs, or the, the Packers are favored by more than the Chiefs are favored. Okay. Okay. Mm. I find That's that I find that I find that kind of interesting. Not by it's only I do a half. Find that it's, interesting. It's only a half point, so it's not like you know a lot, but it is inter- It's an interesting kind of look. As to, to me, where, that's a toss up. Yeah, that's so, more of a toss up than this game, in my opinion. But well, we'll I, get to that. But go ahead, Cliff. Go ahead. I do Sorry. think I do think that the Bills' offense is a little bit higher power than we give it credit for. Um, like I mean, when you have when your when your best player is dynamic. And both quarterbacks on these teams are dynamic. Um, you have a chance to put up points. Like we talked about, the Chiefs really only need like one, maybe two stops a game to really just get them a W. But I think the Bills push their push their hand a little bit. I think they score some points. I think it's 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 not going to be a blowout. But no, I don't think mm. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I, I, I think, think the Bills' offense be... surprises us a little bit. Well, it won't surprise me, but I think it surprises most people. And, and they 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 play a good game. Like I, it's not going to be like a cakewalk. Now, 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 to that point, I also think that the Chiefs' defense can also surprise as well. And, um, you know, I, I think it's evident. Because my thing is with the Bills is that if they start out the game in, in the same fashion that they did with uh, against the Ravens, like, that's not going to work with the Chiefs. Like, you, you can't afford to start sluggish. You can't afford to make mistakes. You can't. Because with this team, it's... It's it's hard to come back, you know. I, I don't I don't see anybody really come like the prime example of that was with the Browns and what we saw last week. You know, I mean, when when Pat came out, I didn't think for sure, but I was looking over and I'm like, yo, this this could it's a game. Now it's a it's game. a game. It's a game. That's right. Mm. You know, Pat Pat came out what at the either beginning of the third or was it like the, it was the third? It was the third. Okay, so very beginning of the third. So. The Chiefs did not score for another 28, 30 minutes of football. Essentially, an entire second half of a game, and they still won. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's well, ridiculous I'll, in and of I'll itself. Argue, I'll argue that the Bills' offense is a lot more high-powered than the Browns' offense. Especially the Browns also missing a vertical threat. Odell yeah, not being on the field, yeah, they're missing a vertical sure. threat. So. Now, as that that is a good point, but at the same time, it's like backups are backups for a reason. So, like, I'm not surprised that the Chiefs didn't score. It's a playoff game. The Browns' mm-hmm. defense isn't great, but I'm not surprised that that happened that way. And I think. I, I think. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm like for me, the point being, like, what I'm what I'm factoring is, I like the Bills' defense more than the Chiefs' defense. So it's like if I have to pick one of the things that would maybe tip the scale or maybe something that could potentially happen that would be crazy, it's like, well, maybe the Bills play a really good defensive game against a great offensive team rather than all of a sudden the Chiefs defense locking up a pretty good offense this year. I, and I don't think I don't I don't think that the Chiefs are going to lock them up at all, but I think they're going to get a stop, maybe two mm. stops. I'm not saying that like I'm talking like two drives the entire game. They don't score. That's enough for the Chiefs offense to win the game. Um but with that being said, we watched Andy Reid take a fourth and two last week with a backup quarterback and pass. So crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, this, he, the risky, you know, Andy's, Andy's here to win it. 
Like it's very clear where his mentality is. Mm-hmm. Like he's here to win. So I don't, I don't see the, the, you know, there's no letting their foot off the gas right now for the chiefs bills either. I mean, like it, it's kind of a cl- old cliche, but like, I just don't know if the chiefs at full throttle can be stopped by any defense. That's a fantastic question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they really can be either. And that's what I'm saying. Like right now, like Andy's got his foot on the gas. Like he's like, they're going, this is, they're going they're, They want to win the Super Bowl by 50. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's how it feels right now. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. And it's funny. Cause like if the bills can't slow him down, nobody can slow him down. Well, look at, look at the, uh, I think you're a hundred percent right on that, Tony. It, I, it, to me, nothing it, it, like characterizes that or epitomizes that more than the play call of having Chad Henney throw that bomb, uh, which ended up being a pick. Yeah. But, you know, he, he talked about it later in the post game. Like, he's like, yeah, you know, Chad threw that, you know, that was my, that was my fault on the play call, but I didn't want to stop being aggressive. Like, I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like Chad, I haven't seen Chad Henney play football in yeah, I a forgot he was time. in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, last time I saw this dude was what Jacksonville. So, yeah. you know, when there was no Minshews around, I mean, it was a long time ago. But um, yeah, he was like, I didn't, I didn't want to stop being aggressive. So, <laughs> I think you're right on that 100. percent Andy's here to win. He he's not afraid to do what it takes. <sighs> he's ready to get that cheeseburger. Absolutely, cheeseburger, Andy. About to be a double. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, another coach who probably eats more cheeseburgers than we'd allow. Uh, Bruce Arians is also... <laughs> wow. Uh, what an, <laughs> what an intro. What like, a yeah. transition. <laughs> Segways, baby. That's what it's all about. Uh, Bruce Arians just, is... <laughs> you could have just said both of these quarterbacks are as old as Andy Reid. <laughs> I thought I'd roll with the cheeseburger. Okay, like I'm, cheeseburger I'm, with the, I'm with the cheeseburger yeah. segue. Yeah. Going with the cheeseburger segue. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bruce Arians is another um, coach who's looking to get a win, solidify with one of the oldest quarterbacks. Eh, see him bringing it back. <laughs> one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league right now. Uh, the other guy, A.A. Ron, on the uh, Green Bay Packers, he's getting a little he's getting a little up there in age too. But um, this game is really going to be one for the ages we're looking at possibly... I mean, when everything's said and done, two all-time greats on that list. So, I mean, no, um, it's going to be every, an interesting everything's matchup. Been said. Everything's been said, everything's but been everything said. hasn't been done. But everything yeah. hasn't been done. <laughs> so, what do you guys think about this game? Who's winning? What What are your predictions? What do you feel? I don't even have a prediction, dude. I don't know who's winning this game. Yeah, I really it's don't. Be good. Well, like, there's a couple of like, you know, modifiers, variables to this game. Um, Antonio Brown's out. Mm. Um, that's big Vita Vea uh, nose tackle for the Bucks who anchored kind of that beginning of that defense at the beginning of the year um, since he's been out is when we started seeing the Bucks kind of falter as far as their defense goes I don't think mm-hmm. it's necessarily he's it's because of him but uh, he is definitely a big piece that's returning to the lineup this week um, so not having Antonio but getting Vita Vea uh, it definitely will cause some uh, interesting outcomes. I well, think. Tony, question for you: Like getting Viavea back is huge, of course, but like Buddy's coming back off of a fractured ankle. Like, what are we expecting from Vita? You know, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how they're looking as far as like his his snap count. Like, is he a hundred percent? You know that all that stuff matters. But mm-hmm. what I think matters more is that his ability to uh, read plays. So um, on film this year, if you've watched him at all, he's really, really good at dissecting whether it's a run or a pass. And, you know, he's hit between him and, and Sue. They can pretty much clog the middle no matter what's going on and which leaves the openings for the guys on the edges, your your JPPs and your Shaq Barrett's, mm-hmm. which is exactly how it's designed to work. Um, Vita Vea is a massive human being and he will require a double team because he's bigger than most offensive linemen anyway. Mm-hmm. Even if he wasn't like a skilled person, he's just bigger and stronger than everybody on the field. Um, but like I said, if the snap count that, I mean the bucks defense, you never know. You never know what you're getting from week to week. They could end up with mm-hmm. two interceptions and a fumble recovery and 
you know, hold you to less than 17 or they can give up 50. Yeah. Like there's, there's no middle. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Let, let me ask you this then. Cause in the first meeting, I mean, the bucks essentially played a perfect game. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was downright ugly for the green Bay Packers. Do, do we have, are, are we thinking that green Bay is going to make some adjustments or, or what, uh, I what mean, do they have to, yeah, well, they have to, that's part, that's football. So there, there's what they're not, they, you think they're going to come out and just be like, Hey, what we did last game, let's just do the same thing, but let's actually execute this time. Like that, that, <laughs> that won't work. That doesn't work. I mean, well, here's the interesting thing about that is because with that last game, the, uh, which again, Tampa, Tampa was, uh, and I say this with all respect, uncharacteristically good. And yeah, I say oh, that absolutely. because they were, they were very, they were perfect. They didn't have a turnover or a penalty. They didn't give up a sack or a quarterback hit. Like not one, like yeah. it was a perfect game. <laughs> so essentially it's playoff football. I don't, I don't see that happening again. Um, you know, will Green Bay make adjustments? I'm sure, but will they kind of look at it and be like, "Look, that was kind of a fluke. We've we've watched the film. We we know what to expect. This is going to be a different outcome." Or, or what say, do you guys think? I will say this: I don't know who on the Packers is going to get to Tom Brady. Like, they don't really have a premier pass rusher. Yeah, it's true. Um, so with that being said, like what we've talked about this a hundred times, what make what what is Tom Brady's Achilles heel? It's pressure, pressure, pressure. So if they can't get to the quarterback and we all know that that wide receiver slash tight end core, like that receiving core is too good for you to blitz all night. Like it just, yeah, that just, that would be dumb. We can all agree. That would be dumb. So you blitz Tom Brady all night. He's just throwing jump balls to Godwin and to Godwin, Gronk, Bright, Mike Evans, like all yeah, of these guys, it. all yeah. of these guys are over six foot four. Um, both, Gronk and Mike Evans are six six, so it's it's that's just easy yards. You're just giving them yards if you just blitz him all night. Um, as long as you know, obviously the play's good enough for them to get the ball off. But honestly, for the, me, this game, the 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 tipping point is going to come down to which team can run better. That's that's literally what it comes down to because they both have mm. have dynamic passing games. They both have great quarterbacks. But if whichever quarterback is forced to do it all, which they both can, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. both of these quarterbacks can full blown throw sixty times and carry a game to a victory. But whichever team can control the flow of the game with the running game, control who's on the field for how long, uh, that's the team that's going to win, in my opinion. And so to answer your well, to okay. answer your point from earlier with the you know the, I don't know what what week did they play week four or something like that yeah like, to I me none of that was, matters yeah. none of that matters like neither one of those teams were in actual rhythm like Matt Lafleur they're completely the Packers, new teams they're completely, they're completely different teams a whole new game and my biggest concern with the Packers is um, David Bakhtiari being out uh, like that's his left tackle that's like his that's, that's his guy um, Shaq Barrett might eat like if they can get to Aaron. I think they win the game, but at the same Wait, time, that's his, that's his left tackle, Bakhtiari. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. JPP side. Oh, JPP side. Oh wait, yeah. Is Shaq the right end? Yeah, Shaq's right. He's right. Okay. Well, either way, they the, the Bucks have a premier D line and pretty decent cornerbacks. They, they like, talent wise, their defense is insane actually. But they're just they young. Can, yeah, if they can heat up Aaron and uh, that'll 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 change the game. To me that's the breaking point. But like you said that run game, like LaFleur's run game has been like their offense in general has been so crisp these last like 8 or 9 weeks. So, I'm I don't know who's going to win. Like both teams have their flaws of what can go wrong. And uh I mean like totally to your point, I I do like um I think they have Zadarius Smith out there in Green Bay. Like he's a pretty I mean he doesn't play on the line, but uh, yeah, if they want yeah, if they needed to decent. get heat, they can get heat. I I would they assume. Can, uh, I, well, they're here for a reason. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't, if you're in the last four teams, like if you're in the basically conference finals, like there's nothing that your team does bad. Yeah. However, you're a like, good team. Yeah. Like, Even if your name's Josh Allen, you're a good team. <laughs> yeah. But like we're at the point now where we're looking for weakness. And to me, that's the weakness yeah. on the Packers. I'm not saying that they can't do it by any means. Oh, but what yeah. I'm saying is they just aren't, that's not their forte. And if you sit back in zone or even if you play any kind of man single coverage, like you're playing against Tom Brady, like 
that's he's gonna expose you. It's tough. So I, I look forward to see how Jair Alexander does. He's had a phenomenal year. Um absolutely has shut down everybody. So it, I look forward to seeing kind of what he does and how he looks. Um, the Bucks defense really, it's really on the Bucks defense. This game is a hundred percent on the Bucks defense. If the Bucks defense can at least slow down the Packers, um, the Bucks, the Bucks win. But if it's one of those games, like kind of like the Kansas city game where the Bucks played Kansas city, it's, it's over before the, the kickoff, you know? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of expecting a shootout here, to be honest. I I, I don't, don't disagree with you, and I I think there's there's really there's really two two ways this can go. It's either going to be a full blown shootout. It's going to be like both teams score almost or over forty, or it's going to be a blowout. But I don't know which side it's going to be a blowout for. Mm-hmm. Like, but I That's it's it. either going to be it's either going to be close and high scoring, or it's going to be like. The kind of like the first game, but whichever side, like thirty-one to ten. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. I, I, I think it's going to be close. Uh, so, uh, I mean, again, I got to ask you guys. I, I hate asking for unsolicited predictions. No, I'm just kidding. I love doing that. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win? I mean, let's let's just let's go for it. If you gun to your head, you got to pick it. You got to pick a winner. Y'all know I'm picking. Discount, double check. No, <laughs> I mean, I just, I mean, I, it, my hometown team, like to play, to go to the Super Bowl, like I can't, I can't not speak that into existence. So, and they have the ability to do it. Um, they looked really good, obviously like week four or week five, whatever that they, they, whenever they played the mm-hmm. Packers the first time they, it was, it was completely one-sided. I do not think it's going to be like that again. Um, but I think that they do understand kind of how to game plan against this team. Right. So they will have uh, waves of success. I'll put it that way. I don't think that they're going to just absolutely, you know, roll like the first game, but I think that it will be, it'll be competitive, but I think that the Bucks stand a very good chance to uh, come away with W. I don't know, Cliff? man. I'm torn, bro. Like I'm such big fans of like both of not these teams, but just the guys on these teams. Like for Aaron, I would love for Aaron to get another ring. Like to me, that just solidifies everything that he is in my eyes as literally probably the best to ever spin it. But then at the same time, for Tom to just like come out here and go to the Super Bowl again, I'm glad that he's shutting up all the haters, <clears throat> Tony, um, and proving that it's it was not Bill. It is Tom Brady. Yes, he's a franchise changer. Um and I kind of want AB to get a ring too. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't even want to call the winner. I'm happy either way. Like, it's Absolutely. tough. Like, I, I don't know. I want to hear it. Well, let's flip a coin. I was, he said, he said Tampa. I'll say Green Bay. I'll say Green Bay. Why not? Okay. I don't okay. believe no, that. It's really. I don't believe either. One. I don't know. It could be a tie <laughs> for all I know, dude. I don't, I really don't know who's going to win. I, I can't call this going, one. Going to four overtimes. Who knows? No, I mean, I, I think it'll be really, really interesting. I think ultimately it's going to come down to, who controls the clock? I think what Green Bay will try to do is keep is keep is hold on to the ball as long as possible. So it's kind of like what Tony was saying about who's going to run better. Uh, I think Green Bay is going to run better, and I think because of that, they're going to manipulate the clock. I'll be honest with you. I know Green Bay's going to yeah. run better. I know that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know that. I know that. Yeah, part. that that boy's Aaron. <sighs> I'm not one? saying I'm yeah. not saying he's not nice. But, um, That's not what I'm saying at all. It's not even that. It's the scheme. Like the scheme, they're gonna run better. But um, I mean, yeah, you're you talking know, and, about and the number one run defense in the league. I'm. I think. Yeah, I think I they're gonna do that. just fine. You know, between between both errands and the way that they're gonna run that offense and that scheme, I, I I believe that that's going to be the game plan: is run the clock, keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands as much as possible, keep him cold and inconsistent. Um, I mean, he does well in the cold anyway, but. In, in in terms of just his play, and I think that that's the game plan. I think ultimately, it's going to be really close. Um, I am picking Green Bay. Um, you know, if Tampa comes out, that would be dope though too. Because I mean, we're looking at you know Tom Brady potentially making history on so many fronts. Like if if, if Tampa wins, you have the Super Bowl in your home in your hometown. That's so hard. That's that. so hard. That's so gangster. They 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 would be the only team in NFL history to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium if if they were to accomplish that. And to give be, Tom Brady a ring that without a without a uh, Patriot head right, on it. Right, without a Patriot head on it and his seventh ring, he, he would tough. 
be the unquestioned goat. I mean, you're looking at so much history here. It's crazy. On the the other hand, State Farm Bowl. That would be fire. You know, know, it's tough for me. Tough for me. They're they're both equal right there. (laughs) I will say this. I mean, I have been given, I've given Tom Brady a bunch of, of, you know, hate in the past. And we talked about it last week on our podcast, but Tiago cut it all um, because, we were ta- <laughs> because we also talked about Josh Allen. He just he did not want that to hit light before the game. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but I just you know I was wrong about Tom Brady, and I think even at this point we can honestly l- take a look at what Tom Brady has done in Tampa, and we can go ahead and just give him the crown. Yeah, honestly, like, he could lose. He could lose Sunday. It, it doesn't to me. It doesn't yeah, change anything because at this point, I mean. Yes, they added Gronk, but Gronk hadn't played football, you know, recently. And they added AB, who guess what? Also hasn't played football recently. And he just rolls the whole... He just goes. And... I mean, don't get me wrong. Gronk and AB are definitely factors in as far as, like, you know, the greatness of that team. And also picking up Leonard Fournette and Shady McCoy. Like, these are all big factors, but at the same time... Like that quarterback switch was definitely what what, what got it. us what got us to yeah. where we are. So I think mm-hmm. that, that that at this point you can say unquestionably that Tom Brady's the goat with or without a seventh ring, just because of what you know. We always talk about LeBron, like well, well he's been in the finals like you know 150 times. Yeah. It, his finals record really doesn't matter. It's the fact that he goes to the finals typically every year he's healthy. Right, like that's where we're at with Tom Brady right now. Yeah, is, for sure. You know, if he's healthy and he has, and he's he's making the playoffs pretty much every. The only time he didn't is when, uh, you know, me and you were playing wide receiver for him. Yeah, yeah. I think like why well, if they if Bill would just listen to my boy and brought in AB, could I mean I'll leave that I'll leave that. I mean he did. I'll leave that but... where it is. I'll leave where it is. <laughs> listen, you remember how that went? The, the, look, the key point here is listen to Tom. Just listen to the man, please. Well, all you need to know, all, all we needed to see was how fast Gronk came out of retirement as soon as Tom left to go to a different team. Like, that tells you kind of the culture there in New England, in my right. opinion. Yeah. Like, listen, Gronk, the culture... That, that culture trying not to get traded to Detroit. He didn't yeah. want to get traded the, the culture, to Detroit. <laughs> when we talk about this even in basketball, the culture can be, like, bring your lunch pillow to work. That culture works if you're winning championships, if you're winning championships, you can talk to me however you like. If we are not winning, bro, I'm not trying to hear it. Yeah. Ask Greg Pop. Yeah. Ask Greg Pop. When we're winning, it's love. Yeah. When we're winning, it's love. Bet. Like, now all like all this is worth something because you're putting me in the championship. Mm-hmm. If we're losing, bro, I'm not I'm not playing in San Antonio, bro. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. That's in all sports, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care. That's the most I've ever about. heard Kawhi speak. That's... Is that a direct quote? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, like, I think, I think that the uh, allure of New England is definitely fading. I think we, every, everybody is kind of coming to this uh, uh, abrupt Let's wait on halt. That. Let's wait on that. Let's wait I mean, on that. Yeah. You see if he, if they get Deshaun. Nah, well, I don't know. I gotta see what Bill got up his sleeve. But let's wait on that. I feel you. Yeah, I, see I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to bury him. Yeah, I'm not ready to. No, bury I don't. Bill, I don't mean. I don't mean burying him at all. I mean, you can't. He's look at what he's done. His resume is too good. You can't bury him. But I'm just saying the allure of like this next man up kind of mentality is dead. Mm-hmm. Like it's dead. Like we can see where next man up just doesn't always work. Like you have yeah. to have the guys in the spots, and you have to have the guys. I mean. Like I said, you look at Tom Brady now and all of a sudden it's like, maybe, maybe it was Tom and not Bill. Maybe it was. I don't know. He's certainly making a case. He's certainly making a case. Yeah. But that, I think Tom was a big piece of that, you know, I'm going to take pay cuts so that way we can win some chips. Kind of, you know, bring your lunch pail to work mentality. And now that he's not there, that buy-in has very much, that, that, that stock is sinking. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, the leagues yeah, leagues need those franchises. They need those franchises. I I like the to me the allure is not dying. It's just that they're not winning right now. It's the same with the Spurs. Like the allure mm-hmm. of the Spurs, like the history of the Spurs isn't dead. It's just that they're not on top at the moment. It's yeah. like you're always kind of like the, like the I'm waiting. Done, like I'm, I'm, you know? I'm waiting. I don't think it, empires are done. We have the right people in place. Like I'm, I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm waiting to see what the next moves are. I don't know. Di- you know, dynasties end, empires end. This could know, be the I mean, downfall for the for the. This Patriots. could be it. 
but I, I'm not willing to call it yet. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, we'll we'll see what we'll see what they do this upcoming season. But it's tough. <laughs> All right, them, gentlemen, let we'll, them we'll, get we'll, Matt Stafford. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah. Let's like I said, let's I hold off. That, let's hold off. Who's, I, who's I he don't doing know to? if that's going to happen, but we'll have to cover that in like an off season episode. That that'll right. be that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. he's got nobody but, to throw um, to, but we'll figure that out. It's like we're hey, me Matt, and Matt's you are on dude, that though. team right now. Like me and you hey. could easily make that team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Matt Matt's that Matt's that dude though. You know. Let me not let me not disrespect these NFL athletes. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, no. I think <laughs> I legit. I think legit. We can make it on the team. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Legit. Give me, give me like six months, like workout and stuff. Shout like, out to the kid, Harry. Shout out to the Yeah, we'll get a practice boys. squad. Try, try and get on that practice squad. I definitely, we would definitely get on that practice squad. Their practice Dude, squad's on the with, field. Especially with COVID? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll wear a mask and catch passes. Let's go. You know, I'm telling you, at one point in Tennessee, they're like, hey, we need like 30 guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, I'm 6'5", 250. I'm basically like a mini Gronk, just like not nearly as good. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Nearly it's fine. Good. I'll bring my lunch pail to work. Give me the rookie minimum. We out here. Exactly. Ooh. Man. Well, a lot of a lot of uh, NFL to look forward to. So, um, you know, hopefully good games. Let's know what y'all think. All right. So let's switch gears. Let's talk some hoops. All right, guys. So... A lot happening in in, in the NBA right now. I want to talk about a team that's on everybody's minds. Uh, It seems like everyone talks about this team every time I turn on the TV. And clearly, it's the Utah Jazz. Can't get enough jazz. So how do y'all feel about this win streak? Donovan Mitchell's looking excellent. The Utah Jazz are looking like a real contender, dare I say. Yes, Um, dare you say. I mean, dare I say. Uh, so let's talk about it. What do you What do you guys think? I feel absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the disrespect. I mean, great, a good. No, like good, good. That's a good string of wins. Like they're playing good basketball, but I feel absolutely nothing. Well, I mean, like the teams that they're beating, in my opinion, are are middle of the pack. They have a couple of outliers. Like they beat the Bucks, uh, pretty, pretty handily. Um, but like the game before that, they lost to the Knicks. So it's kind of like I mean that was Knicks their last loss. Nice. Their last loss is to the dare Knicks. I say, but and then like three games ago they beat the Nuggets, like you know what I mean. So it's like, like how are you great? Are you not like I don't? They look good, but I mean I think they're they're kind of on the same par as they were last year in my opinion. I like, suppose. You know. I mean I I think I think they're a little bit better than they were the, last year. The, I mean the Jazz are missing a piece. Until they yeah. get that piece, I don't. I don't. Really they care are. What they do in the regular season uh, at all. They're missing. No, no they are. They're missing. But, but for them to be overachieving in this manner, I I think merits something. Is this I mean, overachieving? I mean, though? they've been good for the last two or three years. Ha, I mean, I know it's early, but have they been two seed good? You know, <laughs> like, okay. But yeah, they're not. Well, they're not. We're I think thirty days gonna, into the season, they're going to end up at like the again. Fifth I said seed. I know it's early, but. <laughs> What they're if gonna, what if they end up three seed, top three seed? Like, where, I mean, yeah, I, no, they're not going to do that either. They're going to end up they're going to end up fifth seed just like they were last year. I don't even know if that's where they were last year, but that's that's just kind of the, how they are. Like they're fifth, and even if they do end up that's third seed, they're not beating any of the top teams in the West. They're not beating yeah. the teams that matter. It's not going to happen. I agree. I mean, we said the same thing about Denver, you know, and I mean, they ended up going they to beat the Western Utah. Conference Finals. Yeah, in a seven. I mean, did you did you not watch the series? I mean, that could have went any way, you know. Yeah. I mean, they, they Utah was up three one. They yeah, blew they were, it. They basically <laughs> okay. swept. Them, they yeah. blew it. You know, if if Donovan Mitchell, like you said, had that one missing piece or a little bit more experience, that's a four two series win, and we we're not talking about Jamal Murray. You know, so I, Utah, like you guys said, I, I believe they are a piece away, but with Donovan Mitchell continuing to mature the way that he is and playing the way he is, he very much reminds me of Dwayne Wade and yeah. that, that grit and that fire in terms of like, yo, I just need some, you know, not that I, I sound like Shaq. I'm about to disrespect Rudy Gobert, but if I just had like a, you, you, like, like he needs you know a Shaq. Like, he needs his Shaq. Yeah. Like, like give him AD. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you know, like whoa. You know, th- what what would we be saying about the Utah Jazz? So you don't even you need to give him AD. You give him like Embiid. Yeah, 
You know yeah, what I mean? Like you don't even yeah. need you don't need to give him the best set, the best big in the game. You can give I'm him you, for a while a top there, big, I, I like didn't think he was gonna big. sign. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah I didn't like think he was gonna 10? sign. He should have he should have went to Milwaukee in my opinion. That would have been who? Donovan Mitchell. Oh. No, he was he was getting yeah. a check. You're tripping. He was no, no, I hear you, but like but but you know I'm talking about just in terms of like tell me that's not a championship caliber squad right there you know nah, I'm, not leaving, I'm not leaving Utah to go to Milwaukee well, it's Utah like what are we <laughs> yeah, talking about <laughs> you're not really like, giving up much you're not gaining like, anything no so. but if I'm, if I'm like if I'm gonna leave like let's leave like no give me my money no contract is untradeable. No contract's untradeable. You've seen that. I'm just saying, Chicago's right there. I mean, you know, like Milwaukee nah, ain't bad, that bad. You know, we're we said, are good. He said we are good. He said, "Give me my check and let me go to the Knicks." Facts. Hey, shoot, you know, Austin Rivers <laughs> vibe. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. But I I do think that that the Jazz are are looking pretty good. But yeah, the NBA season continues to roll. Um, there's a lot of uh, a lot of different. Uh, postponements lately going on here throughout the season it's it's you know 2020 was a year of covid but 2021 is the is the hangover uh we're still having a lot of issues here uh, how do you guys feel about these these nba postponements and, and kind of the way that the season's going uh i kind of wish that we could take a pause but that ain't gonna happen so uh, because it, it's 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 kind of unfair. Like, there's no way all these teams are gonna play 72 games. There's no way. It's yeah. just not gonna happen. I feel yeah, bad for the kinda, Wizards, even though they're not winning anything. But I feel bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's worse. It's definitely worrisome at this point. If we're this only this far into the season, we're already having these kind of problems. Like, it's worrisome for the rest of the season. Like, what the rest of the season is gonna bring. But you know, who knows with, you know, we have the vaccine coming out and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. who knows where we are, you know, a month from now, two months from now. But I, I agree with Cliff on this, man. Like we kind of almost feel like we need to put a pause on the season. Let's work out what we need to work out as far as everybody's health and safety and get back in it. And I, I'm sure the you know, the players are, they're wanting to hoop, but mm-hmm. They ain't even hooping doing that. Like, but hooping and then not hooping and then hooping again. Like, it's just, it's tough. There's a lot of red tape to cut through, and I, and I think I think the players know that. You know, the 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 NBA Players Association knows that. It, it to me, if if the players weren't collectively okay with taking this risk, like we were, we would already heard Chris Paul say something about it. You know, the the league would have already stopped. You know, so I I think collectively, you know, they they know what the risk is. Um, they're willing to trust their respective organizations to to take the right protocols and, and Adam Silver obviously to to run the ship and in a way that's gonna be as safe as possible. But yeah, at this point, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I don't think anyone wants to go back to a bubble. You know, see the thing I mean, is it, though, like right now, we're kind of just chilling. Like, you know, no one watches the Wizards, so no one's realized that they haven't played in like 10 days. But like, man, you this keep was like on the <laughs> no. What well, they haven't played in almost two weeks, bro. Like it's crazy. No, I, I hear like you. if I this, but you. I'm saying yeah. like no one's talking about it because it's the Wizards. Like if this was the Lakers and Bron had to sell for two weeks, like bro, what? <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, so you mean to tell me you're expecting Bradley Beal to come out and just start hooping NBA basketball again? He ain't played in two weeks. Come on, y'all. Like, that's yeah, crazy. but at the same point exactly. in time, there there was there was also a lot going on in DC. There was a lot of other factors as well. As well, I mean that that that, that is that's so. fair, but. COVID, COVID, COVID don't care about that, bro. COVID is everywhere. So no, no, I hear you, I hear. You. But but it was, a, I feel like it was a combination of COVID and you know the national atmosphere that contributed to to you know the these multiple postponements in that specific area. You know what I'm saying? But I um, mean, you know, I would I, agree I with that. But they have like ten positive tests, so it's like okay, but. <laughs> we still trying to get money. <laughs> like I see what you're saying, but like, bro, like, you're, you're giving right, right. you're giving you're giving him a lot of credit right now. I don't think he he want that check. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, the the league will continue to go. Um, so that that is something. I do want to just uh touch base real quick on this. Uh, you know, post trade. How do y'all feel about uh Victor Oladipo? Um, on the Rockets, it does that mean anything do they have the potential to do something yeah, in the west he'll be there for about 30 days so no <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest he'll be there for about 30 where's, days where's he gonna go 
He's trying to get to Miami. He's been trying to get to Miami for like a year now. He's on an expiring yeah. deal. He's on an expiring mm-hmm. deal. He will not be in Houston very much too much longer. They just traded for uh Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. All of these people won't he won't be there too long. This is a this is a quick stop. This is a high and buy. Uh, now I've now I've heard about that, but how do you think that they're gonna facilitate that? Because I mean the, you know, teams are asking for Tyler Hero. They're asking for They're not getting Tyler Hero for Oladipo. Well, I don't know what they're, they're asking for Tyler Hero. So that that's what I'm saying. They're asking for these assets that you well, know, see, the thing is, if you're, if, so. you're, if your player that you're trying to trade is on an expiring mm-hmm. contract, you do not have leverage. So they got to figure that out. But I can say one thing. Old Depot ain't staying in Houston. I know that. So And they know that. So we'll be doing. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I don't think it's going to, it would ever end up being quite a volatile situation. Like, you know, what, what happened with James, but... I mean, you know, he's playing, you know, I mean, he's, he's going to practices. He's, he's, he's showing up to work. So, I mean, if push comes to shove and a trade doesn't work out, you know, I, mean, I don't think Victor Oladipo is a dude who's not going to show up to work. They're still the eighth seed. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of cool to see, you know, yeah, John, you Victor know. and Christian Woods been playing good. Like, I mean, they have, I don't know, the Rockets are in they the They have potential. Spot. They have potential. But I mean, Harden didn't lie. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough to really win anything substantial out there right now. Yeah, agreed. And, and that's true. Yeah, yeah. He, Boogie, he Boogie ain't winning that rings, bro. Boogie don't even start, yeah. man. Shout out to Boogie though, but he not even get like he get like fifteen minutes a game, bro. Hey, hey, he he got his ring right with the Lakers. Was he on that squad? No, right. no sir, no sir, no sir. Ooh, <laughs> tough. And then he went and he and the, and he uh, missed out on his ring for the Warriors too. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. I don't know. He. he uh, yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, well. Struggles a boogie. Well, the NBA season rolls on. A um, little too early to tell, but obviously, uh, you know, teams are looking good. Lakers are looking good. Clippers are looking the usual. Suns are looking very, very good. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, all right, fellas. Uh, let's uh, bring back uh, a segment that I've personally enjoyed for quite some time. And uh, it's it's season two, so we thought we'd bring it back. It's time for the first official segment of season two. It's time for quotes. You said. You said. You said. You said. You said. What? What? Whoa! What? All right, guys. So quotes is back, um, and really, we're, we're gonna keep it real light. We just we just really have one quote um, to talk about, and uh, it is on. Uh, the NBA. So, as soon as I pull it up, thought I just had it here. One second. Oof, I remember Where? my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, I just... All right, here's the quote. You are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said it on purpose. I wanted you to hear it. End of quote. Uh, Shaq. Shaq talking to Donovan Mitchell. How y'all feel about that? That's mad disrespectful, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cliff, king of, king of disrespect. I just want to see that real quick. Oh, what, so, what do you feel? Right, so, so, all right, two sides here. So, one, uh, it's mad weird. Two, I respect Shaq for saying it to his face. Because a lot of these guys like to type, tweet, whatever, and nobody, like, you know, say it's like, you know, straight up, like, look, bro, I don't think you got it. I understand, like it's a, it's it's like was a Jedi mind trick. He's supposed to, he's trying to like motivate him, but that's just like old head stuff. Yep. Like it's it's uh-huh. weird. Like I don't I don't think that you know he's disconnected from the youth. That's like not how we motivate each other. But I mean, whatever. That's cool because <laughs> as you can tell, like when he said it, like Donovan was like, "All right," he's like, "That's it." Like <laughs> like what do you want me yeah, to say? Yeah. Like like what am I supposed yeah. to say? <laughs> yeah. I so, think I think Shaq sees him kind of like how we were saying earlier. Like he's like a young D Wade, and I think Shaq is is putting him too much in that box. Like so, Shaq's like, oh, well, I have to motivate him like D Wade, and like you said, like that's that's a definitely a old head way of thinking. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think what I was saying. Like I, I respect it because I don't think he's wrong. Like we said, like Donovan needs a piece. Like he's not the guy to carry the championship by himself. But like we discussed last week, there's not a lot of guys in the league to carry championships by themselves. Like he's not Kobe. Like he's not. Like every ring I, that, I disagree though. And well, every every ring that Dwayne Wade has was on a squad. 
Yeah, but but Dwayne Wade, even with Shaq joining Dwayne Wade, like that was like Dwayne Wade was Finals MVP for a reason. Like oh, no, that no. was his but, team. But I still see, I still see Donovan Mitchell is still that same caliber player. But oh, for sure, Dwayne Wade was never going to do that without Shaq. Like it was never going to yeah, happen. Yeah, no, Shaq. no, and, and I agree. What I mean is that I felt like what Shaq said, like Shaq was basically saying, like you are not at the point where you. Where, where, like, you could take a team, uh, like, in contention. Like, you, like, you're not Batman. Like, you're not there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, to me, that was kind of just... Like, to me, Donovan Mitchell is of that caliber. Like, he is Batman. He needs a Robin, but he's Batman. Like, he's the guy, you know, so in my opinion. hard from the guard position In my right opinion. Now. It's so... Like, no, we no, talked and, about and, last and week. I understand. Especially because he's know, a small guard. Yeah, like we like we love the D Wade comparison. Like I like I don't I don't see him I mean, as Dwayne Wade. I really because his jump shot is so nice. But but it, if no, you look at the, I'm talking about like size. Like they're not built the same way. Like at what all. are you talking about? There's like an inch difference between the two of them. I understand that, but if you and they're both it, but, just like these barrel chested and, and, dudes. And, like what do you and play style? Is listen, very listen, similar. Let me if I can explain. You know, aggressive drive. Their play style. Mm, yeah. Okay. So. Dwayne Wade, first of all, was not a shooter like that, like how Donovan is at this point in his career. That's why I say Dwayne Wade's a why, lot yeah. more reckless in the paint, a lot more mid range, a lot more like Donovan is 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 very skilled. He's fantastic, but I don't see him. And then yeah. on the other side of the ball, Dwayne Wade was a beast defensively when he was younger. Like that's not Donovan Mitchell at all. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So sure. like we like yeah. we we yeah, like no no disrespect to Donovan Mitchell, but like we love the D Wade comparison, but like D Wade is elite. Like he is of that elk. Yeah. No, Donovan no, is, uh, is look, good. D absolutely. But when we say a D Wade comparison, we're talking about play style and in terms of like I, I would say he's a modern he, he's a modern D Wade. If, if D Wade came into the league today, he'd be shooting threes. You know I, what I'm saying? He'd be he'd be playing like Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. Just I, a little I bit better know, defense. That's just not that's not my that's not how I remember D Wade. Well, let me put it this way. I think D Wade is his ceiling. I'll put it that way instead. Like the best Donovan okay. Mitchell will ever get is Dwayne Wade. So like okay. his game lends itself to Dwayne Wade. That's I guess that's a better way of putting it. Like, yes, he can shoot better in this point of his career, but that's not what he's known for. He's not really known for his shooting. He's known for his, his driving and finishing ability, which was a Dwayne Wade thing. Uh, mm. He's he has a a decent mid range game. Uh, Dwayne Wade had an elite mid range game, but you know it it, it compares. But like you said, like the Dwayne Wade defensively was he was a shutdown perimeter defender, um, and like he was known for being the clutch guy. When it came down to it, like Dwayne Wade is one of the one of the more clutch players of recent memory, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, this is no slight to Donovan. Like Donovan is amazing. Like he's he, but he's a, he's a six mm-hmm. three he's a six foot three shooting guard. Like I'm I'm just. In today's NBA, that's not pushing you over the top. It's just not, not without something else. It's weird. Like they actually have him listed at six foot. I don't know if Google's right about that, but um, well, he's definitely again, smaller than Dwayne Wade for sure. Yeah, for sure. But but I do want to say this because it's because it's the, the stats are eerily weird though. D Wade career average twenty two points per game. Donovan Mitchell currently twenty two point eight. D-Wade's rebound career average, 4.7. Donovan Mitchell, 4.1. D-Wade's career assist totals, 5.4. Donovan Mitchell currently at 4.1. D-Wade at steals, 1.5. Donovan Mitchell currently at 1.3. Are these including all the years that he basically rode the bench? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, give me, no, no, give these, me these the are, first... These are career. Yeah, yeah, yeah are that's career. what I'm saying. So, that's, that includes that. So, give me first five years versus first five years. Because okay, that to uh, me is going to be a bit. No, you don't need to do all that right now. But I'm just saying. No, like, no, 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 no. Well, let me give you year two, year three, uh, where D-Way yeah. was at 24 points a game, five assists, six rebounds, one point six steals. Okay, and but then at, and then, at he, same time and then he too, elevated. Yeah, but at the same time too, that was an NBA that was being ran by big men. Like the, yeah, the, yeah, that that the, was with him acquiring Shaq then, and then him elevating yeah. his game to about versus now the game the game is run by the three point shot. Correct, correct. Yeah, so, so his them averaging percentage them, is crazy, you know? Yeah, but them averaging about the same points per game is actually bad because Donovan should be averaging more because he's a better shooter. Like, he's taking more, he's taking shots that are worth more points. So he should be averaging, like, 25 okay, points a game, mean. 26 points a game, 
to be even with D Wade averaging 22. Cause in that era that 22 versus 25 now would be about the same. No, so I have to look it up, but I'm assuming he's not taking as many shots. Eh, what are oh, you saying? Clint? Yeah, I'm saying. Oh, so, well, so the thing here too, is if you're going, if you are a point guard or a shooting guard and you are a uh, score first or you have your high, high um, usage rate, you're going to mm-hmm. have to be, of the top three of that position to be the guy that can lift you over. And that's still tough. And Donovan ain't a top three shooting guard as much as I'm sorry. He's not, but no, I agree. I mean, you got James Bradley Beal. Who's three, but I mean, Devin Booker's in this league. Um, oh yeah. Devin Booker, there's, there's, yeah Bradley, put, there's a lot put, of shooting guards who are, I'd put CJ above Dev, Donovan right now. Like they're about and the, and the, the same the, tier, but like sure. I, right now I'd put CJ. And the above. thing is, the thing yeah, is, it's like, fair. If we're going to compare him, say his ceiling is D-Wade, okay, well, when D-Wade won the chip that year, he's probably, like, the second best shooting guard in basketball. So, like, do we see a, a, any point in the near future where Donovan Mitchell is the best shooting guard in basketball? I don't see that. You don't think he has the potential to elevate his game to that level? To be the best two in basketball? Like, there's too yeah, many elite know, twos man. in basketball right now. Yeah. And he's 6'3". And, and, and the elite twos that are in basketball aren't carrying their teams to championships. I mean, Devin Booker is in this league and they're, they're squeaking in Bro, the playoffs. Bradley Bill, free my, my, my guy, like free him, free him. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But I just think that there's a little bit of a changing of the guard, so to speak. And I'm not saying that it's happening quickly, but as, as LeBron James exits stage, right. Right. And you know, you have Kevin Durant and you have Kawhi and these guys, but I feel like looking at the future of the league, looking at, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray and Devin Booker. And I very much feel a return to that because yes, yes. Devin Booker is not carrying the league now, but in my mind, there's no question. He, he'll, he, he isn't going to be doing that in the foreseeable future. Uh, I just, you, you understand what I'm saying? No. I, 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 I full blown understand what you're saying. And I understand why you're saying that, but when's the last time we saw a guard carry a team consistently? And I'll let you know, like he's going to, he's in our good news section. Like that's the last time that we saw a guard just full blown carry a team, no matter how good they are, on mm-hmm. his back. And I'll give you a pro tip here. And the reason why that happened is because the guy that we're going to talk about very shortly, uh, he was like multiple times, like ten times or eleven times, all NBA offense and all NBA defense. Like who else is doing yeah. that in the league right now? Ain't none of them doing exactly. that. Exactly for sure. Exactly. So sure. I, I'm not. I'm not knock. It's not a knock at all. It's tough. It's hard. It's just. It's just. And that was even in a go- more guard dominant league. And it's a different so, league now. And it is. I it's think a right now, now, right now, I mean, who's who, who, what, there was a coach or GM. I don't remember. Uh, there's a famous quote that basically said, give me a roster of guys who are six foot eight and athletic. Yeah. Like, and I don't I remember don't who, who it was, was but, but basically, but basically like, if you give me a roster of guys who are six, eight and athletic, I'll win every year. Um, mm-hmm. because like, that's, that's the, you know, that's that, that prototypical basketball player yeah. right now. Yeah. Is, P- positionless is, basketball. Exactly. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. like we kind of covered last week with wings. It's like your Kawhi's your Katie's Katie's kind of a freak just because he can, he's seven he's, foot he's and he's just, but, but, but yeah. Kawhi is too. Kawhi's a freak. Katie's a freak. LeBron's a freak. But I'm Giannis saying like, is but the like, Greek freak. Right. Like <laughs> these guys are anomalies. No, but they're not though. That's what like, I don't want to get into that again. But my point is this, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, um, LeBron James. I mean, I guess maybe AD, but like, what are they all having similar? Like they're all between six, seven and six, 10. Freak athletes, I mean, look at very last, long arms. The last fifteen years, who are, who's getting the finals MVPs? Wings, yeah. no, no, and, and I hear you. But when I, I'm saying, when I talk about the future, I'm saying, look at who's getting drafted, though. Look at who's coming in. Not guys who look like that. Brandon Ingram. It's going to be James more. Wiseman. It's going to be more freaks. Cade Cunningham is like six eight running point guard. It's going to is more of them. They're coming. Yeah. You don't see uh, them yet. They're coming. I, I hear you. I hear there's you. A guy, yeah, there's I mean, a guy. There's a guy in Philly draft, that's. You don't. There's a guy in Philly who's pretty pretty athletic and plays the one and is like six nine. Like it's it's still going on. Like the the proto like I said the prototypical basketball player right now is between six seven and six ten athletic long and able to to make any play and mm-hmm. i mean lebron james i would say started that kind of trend because like when he came in the league that's not the way it was but we can see since lebron james that people are really waking up to the idea that a small forward 
maybe a big shooting guard, small power forward. Like that that's the position that you need the guy. Like whether they're actually playing that position because we are talking positionless basketball, but just like the the like that kind of size and skill like that's where you need your best player. Mm-hmm. Look, I'll tell you this, if if Donovan Mitchell is going to be like successful in this league, the Jazz need to figure out a way to put together a deal to go out and get a player around the caliber of let's say a Chris Middleton. That would change Utah. Then I would then I would care about Utah. Like until that happens, of, I'm done. Free, like I don't care. Like Joe Ingles is not going to be the guy who's carrying it. Like it's, it's not going to get it not, done. It's not going to get it done. Yeah. Okay. Like no, I, I hear you. I hear you. I just, I, I, the only reason why I say that is because I just feel like a, a argument could be made both ways. Cause even looking at the, the rookies this year who are like making noise in a way, who are actually doing stuff, you got, you know, with the exception of LaMelo Ball. I'm about to say, like, you want to say a 6 8 point guard? I said, with the exception of LaMelo Ball, who grew five inches last week. I don't know how that happened. I don't know what, what they're eating at the ball household. But you got Anthony Edwards, who's 6'3". Um, what? Killian Hayes, who's 6'. Six- yeah, he is Anthony, not 6'3". Yes. Stop. Go look at that That's again. What they have him list- that That's is what they cap. have him listed as. Bro, he's like 6'5", 6'6". They have him listed as 6'3". They have Tyrese Halliburton listed as 6'5". Kira Lewis listed at six three. Tyrese Halliburton listed is, at six three. Is a point according guard. according to Google, Anthony Edwards is six four. But I mean, same same thing. That doesn't matter. Six three, six four. But, but you know, no, but yeah. I'm on the, I'm on NBA.com. Like, yeah, that's yeah, how they I have them lifted. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm yeah. like, yo, like all I'm saying is the guys who are making noise and are getting drafted. That's the only reason why I'm saying like, hey, I feel like it, it's it's moving in a different direction. I mean, I, right. I can see what you're saying let's, because let's revisit saying this. Saying young guys. No, 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 no. We can visit this right now because we, we've already seen a tried and failed attempt at this. Like, I see what you're saying, Tiago, and I'm not saying, like, I don't want to just, I'm not bashing mm. what you're saying. Not that, That's not what I'm doing. But we had two MVPs in a backcourt last year and they did not do anything. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. And I, and I think you guys are right. And it's because it's a league currently dominated by, by, by yeah. wings. Yeah. And I agree with that. But I feel like I feel like these NBA GMs are looking, and they're like, "Yo, they're not here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, guards, they're guards not are, around. Guards, in my opinion, are always the flashier play style guys. Like you watch, go watch a go watch a Damian Lillard game, basketball game, it's and fun. then go watch like a Kawhi right. Leonard, like Paul George basketball game, and it's like, I mean, both fun though. Both, but I'd much rather watch a Damian Lillard game. Like it's just much at the splash and like the 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 attraction to the actual like game is much more exciting. I, I, so, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I but think I'm that just we need to take a, a step back. Perspective. Well, I'm just saying I, I, I really do feel like it's not there. At, right, but I think we need to, to take a step extent. back and take a look at: Are we watching the game and it's exciting? So we're like, oh man, like Anthony Edwards is that dude? Da da da. Versus like we're not willing to give somebody else that love because their game isn't as exciting to watch. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. I, the The only reason why I was making that argument is because I really feel like NBA GMs, who you know, they're they're supposed to be finding this talent. And outside of like Lamelo Ball, the only other person who was drafted top ten with that height was Patrick Williams, and he's I a defender. I mean, he's yeah. I mean, they're rookies. So let's we'll give him some time. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, all I'm saying is that I just feel like the I don't know. I again, I could be wrong about this. I just feel like the direction is changing. And all I I'm going like to say once LeBron and them exit, it's going to be the books league. It's going to be like it's going to be their league. You know what I'm saying? That's how uh, I feel. That's tough. Go look up Kate Cunningham. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Go look up Kate Cunningham. And then come <laughs> no, back I'm to familiar. Me. Come talk to me I'm after familiar. that. I'm familiar. I'm just saying. You know, it's funny. I mean, just, just I guess to, we're, we're kind of wrapping up here, but you know, what, mm. you know, like who Utah could really use right now? Who probably maybe not take them over the top, but probably make them a top four, top three team. Who's that? Just, just give me a guess. Just, just give me a guess. <sighs> who they like? Who's available? Or no, not just who's available. Nice just like who who if if they had them. Like right now, he would be making a difference. I mean, I already said AD, but no, um, he's white. He's a small forward. Whoa! <laughs> I'm trying to give you hints. I'm like uh, Blake Griffin. Uh, he was no, drafted no, by um, the Utah Jazz, actually. Oh, you talking about uh, Bogdanovich? 
No. No. He's talking about Gordon Hayward. He's talking about Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward is eating. He's killing right now. That and they need somebody who can create their shot. That's six <laughs> eight. But 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 Bogey played for Utah like what last year, two years ago? No, he plays for them right now. Does he? Oh man. I'm confusing him yeah, with that let's other cut dude. That out. <laughs> yes, nah, he plays nah, for them we'll, right we'll, now. Yes. We'll we'll keep it. <laughs> yes. We need people to understand that Tiago's not very educated. Yeah, the <laughs> they pay that well, they pay just, that man like eighty million, bro. He's still there. What yeah. they need to know is like the rest of America. I don't watch Utah games unless it's on primetime. That's what they need to know. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. If you watching Utah games outside of Utah, kudos to you. <laughs> you must be the biggest Donovan Mitchell fan I've ever met in my life. But. I believe that that should do it. Again, we're we're leaving our show on some feel good moments Aww. this season, and the feel good moment is is a, a historical one and one based on memory. Uh, Cliff, Cliff Cliff alluded to it. Um, obviously, one of the greats to ever do it. Uh, gone too soon, a basketball legend. Uh, but this week, uh, we 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 remember the historical event: Kobe Bean Bryant dropping 81 points 81 points on Sir Jalen Rose's head <laughs> and the <laughs> Toronto Raptors um just a, a legendary moment uh, to to score that many points in modern day NBA history is not a feat that we see too too often i mean the last person to score almost nearly that many points is uh, Devin Booker <laughs> ironically yeah so um but um Hey, yeah, but uh, a beautiful moment there, guys. Uh, what, what do you guys think? Shout out to Jalen Rose for being such a good sport because y'all just be lying on his name. Like, yeah, he got some of the eighty-one, <laughs> but he wasn't the only one out there. Yeah, no, that that Kobe and and you know, I was reading an article today about people like elite defenders in the past who had guarded Kobe, mm-hmm. and like Kobe was. I mean, we we always Tiago loves his term an anomaly, like yeah. <laughs> There's not there. There is one Kobe Bryant, period. Like he could not be duplicated. We see people try to duplicate. Even I mean, like you just said, light skin Kobe. But like, you show me those. You show me when. Uh, oh D-book. my god! Yeah, thank you. I was like, oh my god, what's his name? Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. You show me. You show me when D Book is is holding up those 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 rings. He's got a handful of rings. That won't happen until sure. he gets out of Phoenix. But uh, yeah. well, you yeah, but. I mean, we can honestly, we can make the statement that Kobe did it without Shaq. So Kobe, Kobe was known for dragging teams, kicking and screaming to the finals. Just, you know, yeah, so I, I still hate the Celtics too. Like, why do they have to win that chip? I want him to three peat again so bad. Goodness gracious. <laughs> then, I would have to, then I would have to, to deal with you. LeBron stands. Hey, to talk hey about. that, that, that Paul Pierce chip. Uh, is according yeah. to him made him better than D Wade. So don't forget yeah. that. They, they never <laughs> let, they never let us forget about that one little chip. They never let us forget about it. No. Nah, you know, Paul when they, don't ever when let they, anyone forget about it. Rachel when, Nichols out here like here he goes. <laughs> when they when they had to go get half of the uh all star team to beat finally beat Kobe against the yeah. team against against Kobe who had really nobody well, yeah. Well, it's it's, it's cool. Cliff. Cliff. It's like how you said the other day. Like if if Kobe wins that championship in Boston, the the first one, obviously. I mean, we're looking at two three peats. Yep. That's yeah. you know, that's crazy. Insane. You know, but I just I mean, Kobe, dude, one of one cannot be. We'll be. I mean, like we'll be talking about this for. Forever till we die. <laughs> like, you know I'd say I mean? so. Like, well, pretty yeah. much until some, until so. someone scores eighty two. I mean, nah. Even then, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, I like, know. but I mean, that the thing is, like, Kobe scored eighty one, but that's like, it's like such a, it's like a side note. Like, yo, he had eighty one one game. Mm. Like, there's so many other things that he did, but I'm telling you, man, there are two, there are two people who could do it right now. You got the the Slim Reaper out there in Brooklyn, and 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 D Book out there in Phoenix. I want it. I want it. it. Let's let's put some respect on Kobe. We got I'm two guys saying, who, who might have potentially yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's word it like that. Like we got two guys who probably have the ability to do it, but I wouldn't say that they could do it right now. Like No, no, I'm saying I'm saying let, if let's, anyone's going to do it cuz you know again if if 
if if Kobe were here right now, he'd be the one on Twitter saying, "Yo, you gonna go out there and beat my record?" You know what I'm saying? And, oh, absolutely. And, he would. And he that's would be what I loved about Kobe. Like I see what Shaq was trying to do with Donovan Mitchell. Kobe wouldn't have done it like that. Kobe, Kobe would have looked at Donovan Mitchell. He would have put, pulled him aside, sent him a message, texted him, been like, "Yo, that's dope, but I need you to be here." Yeah. You know, and yep. and we would have seen this, you know, extraordinary. You know, and there would have been like a story to, yeah. about it. And it oh, would have been, like been great. This, you know? The allure of like Kobe Bryant text messages making people That's great. It. I mean, look at look at Giannis. Look at Kyrie, you know? Yep. Hey, MVP. Go out and get it. Boom. Back to back MVPs. So, I mean, I would definitely, you know, he, uh, the, the motivation was something else. Steph Curry is definitely. Yeah, Steph Curry, oh, yeah. Definitely, Steph Curry yeah, definitely yeah, in one that of those. conversation. Yeah, benefited as well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin but Durant can definitely think, score 82, I think, if he wanted to. <laughs> I'm just saying, that, but I will I mean, say, but no, see, I, that's what I'm saying too. I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be the old head in the group and say that it just like to me, it doesn't mean as much now. Like even if you go out and score eight, I don't care if you go out and score a hundred and break the record. Like, like we're in a three point game. This man's doing this in a game dominated by bigs, and he's doing it by taking the ball down the lane. Like Shaq, Yao, um, like Ben, uh, ah, oh, what's his name? Wallace. Oh my god. Well, yes, thank you. Ben Wallace. Like this game was dominated by defensive bigs. And what was Kobe known for? Taking it to the rack. Now he could shoot, he could back down, he could mid-range. Kobe's game was had no flaws. But what I'm saying is, is this man had no problem averaging 35 points a game by shoving it down the best players in the NBA's throat. And I don't care. Steph isn't doing that. Like Steph will get a hundred by shooting threes and I respect it. And it takes a ton of skill and it's amazing to watch, but that hundred points does not mean as much as this 81 point game does. Not to me. And I'm an old head about it and I get that, but I hear you. I hear you. No, that's hey, you know, 81. Hey, Shout listen, y'all. Hey, look, man, 80, 80 is 80. I don't care how you get it. This is the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but hey, hopefully we'll be looking back at a, at some other moments. Obviously, Kobe Bean Bryant, one of the best to ever do it. So um, you know, make sure y'all go back watch some highlights. Um, that's gonna do it for us today here at the Triple Overtime Podcast. Thanks for checking us out. If you haven't already, make sure y'all hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and uh, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel now, so make sure y'all check that out. Um, as always, feel free to reach out to us. If you agree with us, disagree with us, just want to say what's up, let us know at 3OT Podcast. Uh, we'll hit you back next week. Peace.